anything? Okay. So the first one is called it's called S I P E or SIPE, but I like to call it swipe because that sounds better and it actually makes sense. Which it I am standing up. Um, so um, it's 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 swipe stands for swimming induced pulmonary edema, and nobody really knows what the cause is, but it happens in young healthy people who have no previous pulmonary problems, no history of congestive heart failure. Usually when they're swimming, more commonly in cold water. So you see it out now when a lot of people are training for triathlons or when they're participating in triathlons. It probably has a combination to do with the permeability of the capillary vascular bed combined with increased cardiac output. Probably increases the pressure in the capillary bed and it allows fluids to leak out and cause pulmonary edema. But these people usually present either during their swim or after their swim. So they might be people who've been training for a while for their try and doing great and everything and either it's one of their training days or it might actually be their actual try. They go out there and they're doing what they normally do and they get horribly short of breath. Most of them have to be pulled out. Um, most of them will be hypoxic. They may or may not have chest x-ray consistent with pulmonary edema, but they sound like they have pulmonary edema. They have rowels. They um, can have hemoptysis, so it can present, maybe you think it's a PE, but it's it's not. It can have hemoptysis, and you just treat them symptomatically. You can give them high flow too. You can give them a little uh, diuretics. Most of them will resolve in 12 to 24 hours, but the thing is, is that they have an increased risk of recurrence. So um, they, if they are doing the same thing again, they can have the same thing happen again. And so they may want to ch change their tries from uh, cold open water swims to a nice pool swim if they want to keep doing tries because it can happen to them over and over. The second one with swimming is um, shallow water syncope. And uh, this is, you see this happen in the news, but they never say that that's what it is. But these are people who are usually extremely good swimmers. Um, frequently they are, they can be trainers, you know, they can be swimming teachers, they can be collegiate swimmers. Uh, Navy SEALs have had this. What happens is that uh, they do uh, either on purpose or as part of a dare or a game or whatever. They try to see how long they can hold their breath underwater. Um, sometimes you'll see kids that will do this, like how can you go all the way from one end and back without rising for air? Uh, can you sit on the bottom of the shallow end and see if who can play chicken and has to come up first? What happens with the good swimmers is that your, your stimulus to breathe is actually not hypoxia. Your stimulus to breathe is hypercarbia. So as your CO2 rises, you, take, you need to take a breath. Most people will not be hypoxic when they feel that urge to take a breath. That comes later. And people that are very good conditioned swimmers can kind of resist that uh, drive to take a breath when their CO2 rises. They're, they don't respond to that as well as somebody who's not conditioned. And so what can happen is they can be underwater, their CO2 is rising, 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 but they're not hypoxic. Then all of a sudden they get to that point where they are hypoxic, they have a syncopal event while submerged and they drown. Um, there was a kid at South Suburban uh, Pool probably four or five years ago that was a competitive swimmer. I think he was 10 or 12. 
and they found him on the sh in the shallow end of the pool in a place where he could easily have stood up, even if he didn't know how to swim. Um, people were all around the pool. Nobody saw him thrashing. Nobody thought he had a seizure. And he was playing a game with some of the other kids to see how long they could hold their breath. And that's a high likelihood of that's what happened. And there was just a collegiate D1 swimmer who just died um, maybe about a week or two ago. Um, doing some training and I mean you don't know for sure but that always raises your thought when these guys are super strong swimmers and this happens to them so just to keep those two things in mind as we head into summer